You've heard me talk about how convenient HelloFresh's contact-free delivery is forever, but it's been especially helpful this past year. Haven't signed up yet? Well, right now you can get 12 free meals, including free shipping, when you go to HelloFresh.com slash 12face and use code 12face. This is a Rooster Teeth production. All right, go for the intro. Welcome to Face. No question. All right, that was the that was the intro. Uh, that was Andrew's intro. Anyway, <laughs> you were saying something about uh, Nick. So I have a theory about Nick, and I feel like because this has lasted uh, multi- across multiple weeks, it's gonna be a huge letdown because it's a very <laughs> tiny, inc- you know, not a, not an important theory about, I've had about Nick. Here's the thing about Nick. Nick is probably our best editor, right? It. I don't like the episodes that he doesn't edit. We've had, we've had editors who, <laughs> well, we've, we've had editors who just gave up. They're just like, I'm not doing that. No, uh, bye. Shots fucking fired. Uh, we've had okay. some other good ones, but I feel like Nick it needs the fewest notes. He's always like cutting out stuff that we clearly don't want. And even if we don't mention it, he's probably cutting out us eating and breathing down the mic hole. Very yeah. good. And, and the, the best part about it, almost no feedback every week. Well, However, I think it's. I think it's because Nick is Nick has been around since he, like he understands what face is because he's helped build yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. However, but I feel like whenever we talk to Nick on the podcast, he comes in and he's like uh, 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 and he's and he's sort of flubbing all over his words. He's not making much sense. But when the episode comes out, he speaks with perfect articulation. He is very well spoken, and my theory is this. He is re-recording his input to this ep- to these episodes hmm. i think he's doing adr i think he's doing replacement takes i hundred hundred percent agree with that and believe that that's happening thoughts nick yeah that's happened twice <laughs> <laughs> absolutely hundred percent yeah part of the reason what? i do it though part of the reason i do it though is because Gavin will turn to me, or like I assume he's turning to me in these moments, and like Nick, what do you have to say? And I'm like, uh, I better open the recording program, and I have no way to match up my audio. So later on, I just am like, oh, well, this is this is shit. I'm just gonna re-record my audio. <laughs> First off, Gavin, excellent Ooh. ear, great job, oh, catch Yeah. And secondly, I think that is the right of the editor, right? Like back oh, in absolutely. The, oh, back totally. in the old days before face and all this stuff you know we used to at the day job Bruce teeth i used to make a cartoon called red versus blue and i did most of the audio recording and editing uh for most of the seasons and i would wait and i was also a character right so i would do my lines like everybody else and i'd cut them in and then after everybody would go home for the day i would re-record everything i did like three or four <laughs> or sometimes 60 or 70 times until it sounded decent and nobody ever had to know and i didn't talk about it but i i guarantee you that character griff had more lines re-recorded than the rest of the, the rest of the characters put together <laughs> I'm kind of bummed though. It's because like, let's fucking maybe, maybe take 300 will be better. I don't care. It's, you know, it doesn't matter. When I'm sort of bumbling my way through these points, sometimes I wish I could do a redo. But yeah. I mean, maybe I'll start submitting separate takes of stuff after the episode. That, that won't complicate things. Would you <laughs> say, would you, here you are talking about uh, how Nick has gone back and edited uh, a more cogent response in. How do you feel about editing stuff out of the episode, Gavin? What do you mean? Well, like having stuff removed. What, mm-hmm. What's your point? 
What's your point? Just, just curious. I've done it. Yeah. That is. We've all that done is it. a set. Here's the. Yeah, we have all done it. If mm-hmm. if a conversation sort of trails off into nothing and it's like, what was the point of even? Nah, just lop it off. Or if it's just too gross, we've done that mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Here's the Jeff is teeing me up is what he's doing. <laughs> okay. I was <laughs> Jeff. This is like one of these okay. episodes. Is it? it's one of these? Yeah, it's, it's one of the these scenes arguing episodes. Gavin, I want you to know that I decided I was not going to bring this up. <laughs> I'd mentioned it to Jeff. Well, you didn't tell me you weren't going to bring it up. No, I didn't, but I didn't think you'd fucking team me up for it either. Oh, come on, I'm a professional. This is my day job. What else am I going to do? Fair enough. But I was, you you got, and I don't know to what extent, Gap, but we we talked about, we talked about a butt blood incident. In the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't plan on bringing that up on the show. That was the thing that was brought up because you brought it up. And I was like, I don't think I really want to talk about this. Well, but I was Gavin's about you. I was just making it clear that we need to know when you're bleeding from the anus so we can yeah, keep I tabs. Don't, I don't. That's not necessarily a podcast talk. <laughs> this is entertainment. It's called fucking <laughs> face. It's a comedy show. <laughs> and this is so I was like, I'm not going to bring this up at all. You brought it up. And then Jeff thought my fucking John Voigt joke was the funniest thing ever. So I was like, <laughs> Fuck, then I can't remove this. It was so really I'm good. Stuck it was with a good, it. really funny joke. But then I learned because you mentioned this on the RT podcast, which is why I even feel comfortable bringing it up at all. Yeah. You had a story yourself that you had edited from the show. And I was deep. I was like, I didn't want to talk about this, but I know Gavin has a story too. We're in the anal trenches together. I'm willing to ride this out. And I feel like you kind of just left me. That's how it felt. I don't know to what extent what was edited. Uh, I just I know just... that you requested because it was gross. It's a super fucking gross episode. Without yeah, a doubt. It, the episode overall I just thought was so disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Nick's saying that it was like 20 minutes of the episode. I had about 50 seconds cut just because I was telling. I was just going back. I was trying to make you feel comfortable, Andrew. I was yeah. telling my my butt yeah, story. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I get it. When I listened to it back, I was like, this provides nothing, and it's very <laughs> no. disgusting. No, it's no, 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 no. more disgusting than Andrew's <laughs> butt story, but then you go on to do the disgusting cupcake story, and I, it didn't feel as bad, to be honest, but I felt like but it no. added nothing, and I was, happy to, I was happy to lose it. But here's the thing, Gavin. I felt okay going forward. I'm like, because we're in this together, and you just left. So now I'm just stuck. I'm stuck. Like, this is like, I didn't factor in the ability of you retreating. You know when they build like an arched bridge over like a, a yeah. river or something and they build support beams <laughs> while they're building the bridge and then yeah. at the end, once the yeah. bridge is built, they demolish the beams and they just yeah. crumble away. Yeah, that's I was exactly just, what I, mean. I was just your anal beams, Andrew. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't think, right, my story, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't mind it being told because I told it. I was happy for that to be in. I just felt like <laughs> listening back to it, it's just one disgusting thing after another. And mine wasn't even very funny. Mine was just like, ugh. I'm happy, yeah. to, I'm happy to tell it again and leave it in. I just felt like I it was detrimental to the comedy. Oh, God. I don't think we need to double back. It okay. was just very much like I felt like we were in, we were in it together. I, that was sort of my comfortability of it, of like, I don't want to talk about this. But Gavin brought it up. And you know what? Gavin... Lack of a better word, also has blood on his hands for this. We'll equally be blood in his shorts. Just like... <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I described what I cut 
when I was talking about it on the Rooster Teeth podcast. So there's no. You did. You mentioned yeah. it in passing, but you I also that whole. I, I didn't realize that you did it in a reply in our Slack. You did it in a reply thread, which is why I didn't see it. So it's like when I heard yeah. I heard about it, someone told me that you were going to edit that out. And I was like, that motherfucker, he did it under the radar even. And then I noticed well, it's the just reply thread. It, it's, I assume, easier for Nick if it, all, the, yeah, all the notes are below the totally. episode and not Absolutely. on top of us chatting about bat knobs and shite. Yeah, totally <laughs> anyway, fair. I, in future... <laughs> I'll consult you when when I tee you up for a nice <laughs> bloody Ada story. I'll let oh, you know if no I'm more. thinking about cutting it. I did. I'm, I'm all good. I went. I got okay. checked out. I'm good. Oh, There's no. God. There are no issues. That was so fucking entertaining for me. I admit, looking back on it, I, I should have told you, and uh, I apologize. I left you yeah. up there. Okay. The anal, in the anal trenches alone. You just left. Yeah. All right. While while we're apologizing, uh, Gavin, that is a great natural segue. For something that I'm gonna have to do, uh, that I'm not too fucking excited about, but uh, I do like though, by the way, that Andrew didn't bring that up with me, he just uh, he just uh, <laughs> he just bitched okay. to you about it. No, no, yeah. no, this is why this is why I did it because you requested something to be edited out, and yeah. I would never bring it up on the show if you wanted it to be removed. So I was asking Jeff, like, are the ethics of this okay? Because you mentioned it on the podcast, yeah. and I didn't know what your reasons necessarily were for wanting it to remove, so it was more of a question to Jeff of. Is this appropriate for me to even discuss on the show? Oh, absolutely. He threw you under the anal blood bus, dude. You have every right to talk about it. <laughs> every right to talk about it. I love some of the sentences coming out of this podcast. <laughs> it is your God-given podcast right as a professional <laughs> podcaster to address that Gavin f faced you hard. Oh. Speaking And speaking of facing... I don't like to do this, uh, but uh, I, I I need to issue an official f face retraction. Holy crap! Have we ever had one of those? I don't know. No. I don't know that we have. Uh, but if we haven't, this will be the first. Hopefully, the last. Shit! <clears throat> I'm not proud of it. I'm not excited about it. Uh, I've been living with the guilt of something for about th I guess th two or three weeks now. And I'd be lying if I said it had it hasn't been uh, kind of eaten away at me. And so um, I wanted to say this to Andrew a lot earlier, but I realized that everything that we do has to be filtered through the lens of this podcast. So I've been waiting. Uh, Andrew, I need to apologize to you and to the audience for something, and I feel really shitty about it. Yeah? I eviscerated you over sockless shoe wearing. And, uh -huh. uh, I, I even I thought in the moment, am I being a little too critical? And then I thought, who cares? Did you switch teams? However, I got on my bike about a week ago, uh, not too long after you and I went for our bike ride, actually, Gavin. And uh, I realized, I looked down, and I realized I was wearing shoes without socks. And then I realized <laughs> that I had somehow in that rant against Andrew, I had forgotten that for that I had a major life change about a year ago around the time COVID started. Uh, and that was when I switched to an all bathing suit uh, bathing suit only mm -hmm. uh, uh, wardrobe, right? Yeah. And as a part of that, I started taking my oldest shoes, my oldest vans, the ones that I used to cut the grass in, and I started wearing them without socks while I rode my bike so I didn't have, you know, like fucking like unburned sock legs, you know, so I don't walk around looking like I'm wearing socks when I'm not wearing socks. So it didn't look weird having, having socks on. And I do that almost every day. I wear shoes without socks almost every day when I ride a bicycle. And I fucking, I just, I just attacked you. But meanwhile, I, I doing the exact same thing. And I just, I'm sorry. I really am. I will say, I still think it's gross. And I do, I, I realize I do wash those shoes uh, once a week. How, 
how could you? F- but I just like I I just blanked. Like I'm 45, right? I was going off of 44 <laughs> years of information, and I just forgot about 11 months of it. Like the most recent 11 you months. You also I just, had a giant bit about putting on the wrong sock every day, and yeah. sometimes you don't even wear them. I still I wear socks every day. At okay. some point. Wait. At some point, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you've said you ride your bike every day. Yeah, I do now, just about. But it was also like, it was also, uh, I think, coming out of winter and the snow stuff, and I hadn't been on the bike a lot, so it wasn't top of mind, you know? Like, I hadn't been able to ride my bike in the, a lot lately. So uh, now I've been, I've been, you know, I've ridden it every day, except for today, because it's been rainy. But, uh, so anyway, Andrew, I, I'm sorry. I'm a dirty, no-sock, shoe-wearing scumbag who wears <laughs> sockless shoes when he rides his bicycle, and he does it a couple hours a day, six days a week. I... And so I'm sorry. Mm, no, I guess I accept your apology, but it's also like you called me a dirty, sockless scumbag in your apology. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how effective of like... I still think it's disgusting. I just am okay. a part of... I'm just also disgusting. <laughs> so wait, you... Whenever you ride your bike, you don't wear socks. Uh, well, it, if I wear shorts, I don't wear socks. And so what? I had been wearing <laughs> this pants. This seems so complicated. It's not. It's not. It's not. If you wear pants, you wear socks. That's that just makes sense. Okay. Right? Mostly you wear <laughs> socks. But if it's 100 degrees outside in Texas and you're riding a bicycle and you wear swim trunks, it looks dumb to wear swim trunks with socks. Sure. You know? And shoes. Makes sense. So you take the socks Valid. off and you just wear, like, you, you know, gardening shoes, essentially. Like I don't just wear some low fans. ankle socks. I can't wear those socks, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Okay. But goddamn, dude, if I could. Believe me, I wish that I could. Uh, however, I have very, I have very thin feet. What is that? That's, that's not a brag. Uh, it's just that my very thin, very long, thin feet. And so shoes are always a little too wide for me. Okay. So narrow, not like the narrow, narrow, wafer yeah, thin they're, narrow. they're not wafer thin. They're narrow. I have narrow feet. I have svelte, narrow, very thin ankles, very na- narrow feet. And so socks won't stay. Oh, oh, the only socks that'll stay up are socks that are like long socks. So I can't wear those little short socks. I've had like runners versions. Oh, I bought Vans. I bought like a million different kinds of those little short socks. And what happens is when I put them on, even the ones that have the rubber stopper that are supposed to grab the back of your ankle or whatever, they within five minutes they're all bunched up in the front of the shoe. That surely is nothing to do with the width of your foot. Like that's all ankle and heel that holds on a sock. No, it's it's the whole package, dude. I don't fill out a sock. And then I and then you walk around and then within ten minutes the socks are off and at the front of my shoes squishing my feet. They go right off, dude. I can't be the only person that has that problem. Uh, I mean, I don't. I feel like I don't have a wide foot either. But I don't. I'm not like that kicking my socks off when I run. Dude, I wish I wasn't. Maybe we should. Maybe here's what we do. Next time, the worst Forrest Gump. His socks just falling <laughs> as he's running. <laughs> Next time we see each other, which hopefully won't be too long. Hopefully you'll be a big boy and buy a bicycle so we can go be friends again. Yeah. And uh, I sent you two different, three different options, all perfectly lovely. <laughs> Next time I see you, let's measure our feet. And let's see if <laughs> whose feet are more narrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't. It's just a weird request. I'm, I'm convinced. Like, you know, you have those in, in like a fancy shoe. You'll have like a wooden foot bit that goes inside keeps the shoe good you know what i'm talking about like a shoehorn i no yeah. no, a shoe no, horn. no no a shoe no, no, horn no, no. is like is is how you get in and out of a, yeah. a shoe it's like in the the toe i don't know what it does but yeah i know what you mean. i've seen them as like a wooden toe section 
uh, with like a metal bar leading to like a wooden heel. Oh, to maintain to, to maintain yeah. the shape of the shoe. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced if you put a sock on that, which is pretty much the narrowest foot of all time, I bet a sock would stay on that. I bet it wouldn't. I'm pretty sure the heel <laughs> would keep it on. Not if it walked and rode a bicycle, it wouldn't. I promise. You. <laughs> okay. There's nothing wrong with my heels, buddy. I got normal ass heels. I'm just telling you, socks don't stay up on these feet. Maybe your foot doesn't go back beyond your heel. I also, I also have to every pair of shoes I own, and part of why I own Vans is because they fit me a little bit better. But I have to cinch like shoelaces as tight as they'll possibly go, and my and I still my my feet still slide around inside the shoe, left or right. <laughs> I think you're doing something wrong. Yeah, I have narrow feet. <laughs> I always have. Should we make, should we put paint on our feet and stand on paper? Yes. <laughs> Sell it yes. as a poster. Let's measure our feet. Let's get a tape measure. Let's measure our feet. Let's do sock studies if you want. We'll both get the same socks. We can run around, do calisthenics, do physical activity, see whose socks stay on better. I guarantee you, you'll find my socks bunched up at the front of my fucking shoes for no reason. And it doesn't matter if it's Vans or Nikes or Adidas or whatever, or fucking dress shoes. It's all the same. Andrew, you, I feel like you're, you're, not a, you're not a normal foot guy. I don't know what that means. What does that just, mean? You're just not. Agree. You're just not like a no, you, You're not like a blank guy. So I feel like there's something with your feet that you oh, have an issue no. with. I mean, you got the bad ankles, obviously. Like, what? How yeah. is the rest of your foot looking? I I don't feel like I yeah I like I don't I don't think I have any weird. But then there's like things where you don't know that are weird or not. I don't want to completely pivot away. But when you guys have a bath, this is somebody somebody yelled at me about this, <laughs> and I had never. I never put any thought into this. I just, there's zero consideration. When you have a bath, do you fill the tub with any amount of water first and then hop in? Or do you just hop into the tub and then turn the water on and let it fill? <laughs> I fill the bath and then I get in it once it's full. I do the same, but I do feel like you're being unfairly maligned here. I don't think it's that weird to get into an empty tub and fill it up. It feels like something you do when you're a kid more than an adult well but then you get all that weird like sticky like your skin will get all stuck to the side of the bath if there's no water in it it's like not a great material to be naked against um uh, no well no i don't it's just i never thought i never even considered there was any other option i climb into the tub while it's completely empty first. <laughs> <laughs> this is apparently a weird thing i did not know this <laughs> It's just a weird. It's just a weird way to spend your time, man. Like well, while no, that bath not, is running, you could be doing. You could be brushing your teeth or doing any no. uh, eating a cupcake. You could be doing. Yeah, you could be mashing else. up your cupcakes. You could be collecting. <laughs> <that set. laughs> no, this is just like for me. This is my logic. One, I get complete temperature control the entire way. That's I like totally a hot true. bath. Totally so true. So I'm, I'm I'm gauging it the entire process. And then two, I don't trust that like the water. It's just gonna overflow when I get in. I don't know what the cap is. I guess I'd learn that over time. I'm well, sure you just eventually figure that out. But when you get in, the water rises. Yeah, well, here's what you could do. Next time you have a bath, fill it up when you're in it, then get out. That's the amount of water you could put in before you get in. Or I could just hop in and then turn the water on and not think about it at all. I mean, you can. You could. It's just, it, A, it's boring to wait for a bath to fill. And, you, <laughs> and if you're trying to like watch something or listen to something, you got the loud oh, noise no. of all the water. You forgot, Gavin, I'm bringing in 50 devices with me. I'm not bored. This is, I got a whole... <laughs> yeah, you're playing toilet Jenga. <laughs> I just, I'd never considered that as being a strange thing. I did a Twitter poll 
and there's like 2,000 votes right now. 88% are filled before entering. Yeah. And I feel like 90% of the 12% are people that click the wrong one by mistake. It feels like it's a very small minority. I'm open to it. Like, I'll try it for sure. I just never considered it. I want to I want to enjoy the bath. I don't want to be doing all the the fill work. But what? I would argue I'm enjoying more of the bath than you. I'm getting the full bath process. There's no he, way. Because he's, once not, he's done, not wrong. Once you're done doing the ratios and you're like, oh, this is a good temperature and it's full. You've been in the bath for probably like five or ten minutes to that point, And you probably want to get out soon. Well, he's like pre-gaming, nah. though. That's like that's like, yeah, yeah that's that's tailgating. <laughs> the bath hasn't started until the water turns off. Right, it's pre-tubbing. It's exactly Nick's got it right. It's pre-tubbing. Pre-tubbing doesn't count against the bath. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to get all wrinkled. How, how long are you staying in the bath, Andrew? Uh, <clears throat> for like the entirety of my bath, on average, probably yeah. like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Hour and a half. Are you watching hell. a full fucking movie in there? <laughs> yeah, I might be. Yeah, hour and a half. You, if you're an hour and a half in a bathtub, you're having to empty out water and then refill it to stay to keep a constant temperature. Well, that, that's the problem. If I could have like a random ability, it would be like water hot, like as a command. Mm. I'm really bad at even though I'm in the tub before the water gets in there. I am the absolute worst at gauging what temperature I want. I want it to be super hot and then I get too hot. So then I put cold in and it gets too cold and I can never get back to the hotness I want. It's a struggle. I'm really bad at maintaining. Do you have like rationed hot water? Uh, What do you mean? What do you mean by well, like rationed hot water? Like I have a limited tank. That's what you mean. Yeah, like in England, I the the heater came on like twice a day, and if you used up all the hot water in the morning, that was it until it came on at night. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the recharge is, but yeah, you you run out of hot water. And is that why you can't get it hot again, or you just? Yeah, that is the problem of like yeah, like it, it, I get it super hot. I kind of want it to be soup like, but then it gets a little too hot, so I put cold in, and then like I've already used too much of my cap, so I can't get it back. It's a problem. And here's what I do, and I feel like this is much easier. I'll run a bath right all the way to the top. Maybe a couple of inches lower than the drain thing at the top because I'll displace a few. If it's too hot, dip a dip a little foot in. If it's too hot, just wait a bit. I don't. I'm okay. not adding cold to it because that because that will really throw it cold too quickly. Okay. Yeah, this is good advice. I was just I was curious because it never it was a thing I never considered. And when I told the cupcake thing, I mentioned it and someone yelled at me about it. I don't think it's as weird as the audience has latched onto. I got to be honest with you. And I, did, I do think I've done it that way. I, I do think the way Gavin is describing it is the, is the way not most, the ma vast majority of people take baths. Although I, Gavin's uh, fear of adding cold water in for fucking up the ratio is weird. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. It's not, it's, it's not hard. I, just thought, I don't want the back and forth. <sighs> Let me ask you a question, Andrew. <laughs> how, many, how many baths on average? Like how many baths a week do you take? Uh, I don't know, maybe two, two or three. Is a bath your like? You, are you more of a shower no, guy, or are you like? No, I'm more it? of a shower. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm a bath is purely a relaxation type. Yeah, thing. I only take baths when my girlfriend makes me because I'm whining about how sore my shoulder is or whatever, and she's like, ah. "Take a bath with Epsom salts." So I, I, I don't ever think to take a bath. Uh, really, it's, it's something that's thrust upon me that I then have to acquiesce to. Um, how often do you take baths, Gavin? I'm a pretty frequent bather, bather these days, because yeah. when I lived with you um, in, in my little studio, I didn't have one. And mm. then when we lived in that rental house, did that house have one? I don't think. No. I think you had one, but I didn't. Yeah, you've, you've been shower centric. Yeah, so I was just a shower dude for years. And then when I finally got my own house, I was all about a bath. I love them. Mm. Good relaxing time. Good time to uh, do emails and that. Watch something that you've been putting off. I love it. Yeah. It's a great. Here's the other thing with my bath. Why I don't think I can even even let's say I agree. The better method is to fill it to an extent or whatever and check it. 
my bathtub really fucking sucks where I live. It's super, it's like, it's, it's, it's very narrow. It's like surprisingly narrow. It's like if Jeff's foot was a bathtub. Yeah, I bet, I bet it couldn't hold up a sock. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> couldn't hold up a sock. Audience so is going to back me up on this. There's a lot of people out there that have sock issues like me, I promise you. <laughs> so I need to, for how this tub is shaped, I need to hold my back to the wall the entire time of it. It's a tub shower. Because if Wait, I don't... What did you... What, what do you mean? Go ahead. What did you just say? Do, do that bit again. Yeah. What I don't understand. Uh, I just, it's I tub, can't, I was trying to picture it, and I don't know what you said. Okay, it's a tub shower. It's weirdly shaped. It's very narrow. But it is a bath. Yeah, it's a bath, like, there's a bath and there's a shower part to it. Yeah. yeah but it's like, it's just like you have a curtain instead of a door, whatever. It's both. You're describing, like, every it's describing shower. describing a bath. Yeah. Well... Well, there are bathtubs that don't have shower attachments, but yeah, I guess you're right. It's a little yeah. redundant to get into the, the specifics of it. But the point is mainly the shape issue. If I, if I slide off that back wall, water gets behind me, and then I can't go backwards, or else it fires out the back of the tub and gets all over the floor. <laughs> You've lost so you're, you're acting as a dam for your own bathtub. <laughs> yeah, like I need, to, I need to hold the wall, the back wall of the tub, or it will get behind me and if it's like a fucking it's like in a, a movie where they step on the trip mine or whatever like i need to i can't move a certain extent or else it will fire out the tub is there a perfect seal andrew's fucking yeah. hodor yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting off the water walkers i am i am yeah i just i cannot allow water he's hopa <laughs> It's I am the fucking Gandalf of water of like it cannot pass me because if it does then it's gonna get all over but the if floor. If your back is against wait, so I'm okay, just about, I'm imagining it all wrong. I'm imagining yeah. that you just sat in the middle of the path and there's only water no 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 in front no no no, no 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 no. You say no. your back is at the wall. My back is at the wall of the top at the See, very like as far back as it can get. You're creating a skin seal. Yeah, I'm blocking it off so all the water okay. goes in front of me. Right, but if the water gets behind you. You yeah. can't just slowly sit back against the wall. No, if I if I slowly go back against the wall, the water shoots out of the back. Of the <laughs> it's like a cork in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great descriptor. The first I didn't I didn't realize this. I didn't realize this the first time I was here, and I got out of the tub, and my floor was drenched. Just water all over. Someone coming in and be like, Andrew, why is there water on the ceiling? You're like, oh, I just let it back. It doesn't fire at that rate. It just slightly goes over. <laughs> it's not like launching water. So when you say but, wall, is the, are you just saying the back of the tub, or is there a wall at the back of the tub also? Um, I don't... Maybe I'll just take a photo of it. Like, it's just... It's all one piece. Like, the shower plastic to the tub is all one piece. <laughs> Could you take a photo now? Uh, sure. <laughs> I, well... well <laughs> While he's taking a photo, uh, while he's <laughs> off, I was, do you remember the the oh. fucking Don Zimmer Pedro Martinez fight, Gavin? Yeah. Did we look at the? Did we do the action images of that, or just the image of him getting? Did, did we show all the images? I made a little flip book that I've been going through. At oh home. no! I I mean, we watched. The, we looked at that one picture with the let hat me, being pushed in his eyes, and then I, and then think we watched the clip. See if I can add all three of these. I've been bouncing back and forth between the three of them all day, and I've been laughing so fucking hard. I was looking him up for an for an idea I have for an image, and then uh, and then I noticed that I don't think I had ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen them. I've never seen the stills from this angle. 
I've seen the the hat one. It's just amazing. The one with his just it looks like he's dead on the ground. I'm waiting for the third one to load. Oh, okay. You haven't seen it. It's the best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he looked what dead from the waist oh, up. Oh no! Yes! Thank you, Jeff! Andrew, I was, I, was, I was filling time, and I was telling Gav that I, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, yes! I was looking at pictures of Zimmer and Pedro fighting today for a project that I want to do. I was that I could talk about, but I was, I was talking about with Andrew earlier. And I realized that there were some <laughs> awesome action photos, and I made, like, a little flipbook on my, on my, on my Apple, where I just, like, write, I write trigger between them and just watch yeah. them fall. That's gotta be a gift. But that last one, you could Photoshop a red <laughs> a red rag into that guy's hands, and it would be amazing. <laughs> it would be amazing. I was, I was at, this is this is like walking back to Christmas. I was asking Jeff about this earlier. He sent me like the one we've all seen, and I'm like, is do you think there's a photographer that has like in the process of fall? Because I want to see him right before impact. I want to see him on impact. This is great. Yeah. The last one looks like his heart stopped like on that frame. <laughs> <laughs> I had an idea this morning, Gab. I, was, I think it's okay to talk about it. If, if, it's, if, if, if you're hearing this, then we didn't cut it. Uh, if you're not hearing it, we cut it, and you don't even know that we talked about it. But uh, I had an idea this morning, Gavin, where uh, I was telling Andrew, I showed it to him, you know how they make mosaic images out of smaller versions of the same thing? Yeah. So I was thinking we could, it would be funny to make a giant mosaic art piece of Don and Pedro fighting called the Don Pedro Project, but it's made out of baseball cards of Don and Pedro. Oh, it's phenomenal. And so I found a program online that'll do it, and I counted up. I need... I found I I just need to collect cards now. I, it's going to be about two thousand thirty cards, I think, is what it would take to make it. And so I just need like probably about fifteen different Pedro and Don cards, and then just hundreds of them. And then I can I can actually physically make this thing and put it together, and it'd be like a giant, probably like two thousand baseball card mosaic of them fighting. We could auction that. That'd be amazing for charity. I, I was telling Andrea it belongs in a museum. I mean, it, it's not it doesn't exist yet, but it does. That would be a great Instagram post too, just being able to swipe between all three of those. That's yeah. phenomenal. Absolutely, yeah. That's why. That's all I've been doing at home since I had that conversation with Andrew. I've been swiping through them. That is a weird fucking tub, Andrew. I have never. It's a weird tub. Never in my life seen that tub configuration. The wall is directly behind the back of the tub. That looks like a nice tub. That looks pretty no, fancy. No, no, it's a shit tub. It is <laughs> awful. It stinks. It's like a decent shower, awful tub. I, I see really what you tall, mean. like no space. It's very tight. So does that mean most of the time in the bath you have a dry back? Yeah, yeah, it does. But well, no, typically, you know what? I try my best. I'm not perfect. I'll eventually slide off that wall, and then I have the problem. <laughs> I imagine it. I imagine it probably takes a lot of strength in your legs to maintain that position because yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I slide down, especially if I'm having like a bubble bath, you get some slipperiness to the sides of the tub. It becomes difficult. I just can't imagine you getting in that and sitting down naked with no water. In. It's just such a weird <laughs> no. mental image. And just like staring, staring at your dick as it slowly starts to float as the water level rises. <laughs> so weird. Was, so is that something you learned as a kid? Like, were you bathed? I don't think you learned it as an adult, Gavin. I don't. I don't know. I never put any thought into it. It's just like how I've had a bath. You also said in the last episode that you filled the tub up halfway. What do you mean? When you were describing getting in, you were like, I got in, I filled yeah, the tub yeah, yeah. up halfway. Like, is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. A so, no, so no, I guess what I would have meant by that is I hopped in the tub and the water was about halfway. 
So I felt ready to, I got into it empty, but when the water was halfway, I was like, okay, now I can start moving stuff over. Got it. Like I feel good. Now you were, you were, you decided halfway was enough to initiate bath. Yes. That was like, I'm going to start moving things. And then. But also if you like a nice hot steamy bath, I can't imagine trying to wear an over the ear Xbox headset. I must get just sweaty as hell. It's, I don't do it often. It's a very rare case. That was like maybe the second time I've ever done that in my bathing career. <laughs> it uh, it was it was a it was a an experiment that will not be pursued. <laughs> now there's like shit all over the all over the earpieces. No, no, it's good. We're all good. This episode of Face is brought to you by the Jordan Harbinger Show. Want a new podcast to look forward to each week? Other than this one, one that's entertaining, like this one isn't informative. This one definitely isn't, and packed with actionable content. Of course you do. The average podcast listener has six shows in rotation, so you're most likely not just listening to face, and that's totally okay. In fact, I'd love to share a podcast to add to your list. The Jordan Harbinger Show was named a Best of Apple in 2018 podcast, so don't just ignore my suggestion. Give it a try. Listen to it. I bet you'll like it. He dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, scientists, mobsters, spies, hostage negotiators, etc., etc., he has an undeniable talent for getting his guests to share never-before-heard stories and thought-provoking insights, and without fail, he puts out tactical bits of wisdom in each episode, all with the noble cause to make you a little more informed, a critical thinker, to better operate in today's world. Not to mention, Jordan has one of the most highly rated self-development shows out right now. And after the last year we've had, I think we can all agree self-development is uh, pretty important. You can't go wrong with adding the Jordan Harbinger show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R as in Gur on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So Mother's Day's coming up. Are you a last-minute Mother's Day shopper like I am? Well, Tushy's got you covered. Think about it. Your mother, she wiped your ass for years. Probably three or so. If it was, it could have been longer. I don't know how things are done in your family. Uh, and also, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's normal where you live. I don't know. However, I think it's time to return the favor with the perfect gift for Mother's Day from Hello Tushy. Let's drag your mom into the future with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment. It's stylish. It's eco-friendly. It's easy to install, and it will help stop flushing her retirement down the toilet in toilet paper costs. Moms are usually on fixed incomes when they retire, as are dads, but we're not talking about dad right now. His day, uh, is, this is not about him. This is mom's day, and we want to save mom money. You ate up all of her money when you were a voraciously never full teenager, right? You spent all her gas driving to and from the mall and back, or God knows where. Help the woman save. Save in toilet paper costs. She can save up to 80% of toilet paper costs with the Hello Tushy 3.0. Not only... Does it help her save money? But it cleans butts like a champ. Like she cleaned your butt, it'll do, do the same for her without having to get weird with it. And it doesn't stop there. Not only does it clean your mom's butt, it cleans itself with the Smart Spray Automatic Self-Cleaning Nozzle. So give the gift of a clean butt. Go to hellotushy.com face and get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com face for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com face. Speaking of Xbox Live headsets, my fucking daughter started playing Rainbow Six Siege again. 
and uh-huh. in an in an effort to spend time with her and connect with her, I've started playing too. And she has, uh, and it's been nice. We've been bonding through it. But she has started to compile a list of video clips of me panicking and freaking out <laughs> and losing games for the team. And she, it, it, she, she's, she's very quickly amassed a very large amount of clips. It's fucking annoying. And she loves That's to, great. she loves to show them to me. She loves to go, "Hey, Dad, remember when you did this?" And it's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask her. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to see me be you saw me be bad at video games for like 15 years you don't need to see it it's That's brutal true. it's brutal it's like a dude walks in a room I go ah and I shoot everything around him and then he turns around looks at me and walks over and stabs me shit like that you know it's just like just like lost my ability like lost all my hand-eye coordination pure what panic. game are you worst at do you think uh Ooh. Halo I really? suck at Halo yeah for mm. as much as much time as I've spent on it I, I really suck at it I don't know I'm pretty bad at a lot of stuff it's hard to pick. Yeah. I feel like it you is. hate TTT. Oh, I'm not great at any of the Gmod games. I'm not great at any GT. I'm not. Gr- I'm not good at a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I definitely. I, I get confused by all the rules in all your Gmod games. They got way compli- way too complicated after I left the Gmod Hunter, and I don't understand it all now. It's like you gotta be a f- fucking scientist. It always sucks when you miss when you miss the beginning of something. It's hard to get. It's hard to get involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it takes totally. a couple of games to get used to what the hell's going on in that. Did you, speaking of, did you see that Easter egg that uh, they posted today in the Slack of that Halo, uh, like, Warthog race thing? No. Nah. There was a an Easter egg hidden in Halo 5 on the evacuation level, I believe it is. I think it's like the second or third level, where it's a timed event. And if you get to a certain spot, it initiates an Easter egg where it puts everybody on Warthogs and or on Mongoose. And you just do a Mongoose race to the end of the map with no enemies and, or to the end of a part of the map. And then when you get there, the person who wins the race gets heavy weapons for the rest of the level. Oh, and wow. it's it was six years old and nobody ever found it. And so just Holy recently shit. the guy the guy who was the level designer leaked it and was like, hey, check it out. There's a video of it in, in our Slack. It's really it's really interesting. Huh. Brand new Halo Easter egg that's a four player co-op. Pretty cool. I wonder what the most elaborate Easter egg is that hasn't been found. There was that Easter egg in that Batman game where that first Batman game that nobody yeah. found for like two oh, years where you, you had to yeah, break into that room. The wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was pretty Those cool. Those are cool. I wonder how many of those are undiscovered. Like just generally speaking, I, I bet like a most lot. of them get found. You think so? I bet there's a ton out there. Yeah. Hmm. And then also like, well, like define like what is elaborate. Like, I don't know if you know this, Gavin. I just learned like I played you and I talked about how much we love Hitman. I love yeah. Hitman Blood Money. One of the games I've played the most of played endless, endless amounts of hours into it. I didn't know that, you know, the, the, the wedding level or whatever, like the southern you go to a southern wedding. Yeah. With the chandelier and stuff. Yeah, I recently learned like within the last year that there's a little button on the ground that you can shoot. And if you shoot, then like 20 naked guys just in their underwear run at you and do like a whole dance sequence. And then they just walk away. I Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen the clip from that. I think I've seen. I, I think it was in a speed run. It was like at a GDQ of some sort where someone showed that off. You know what's even better than Easter eggs is just when you miss a fucking mechanic of the game and don't know it exists. <laughs> Gavin and I were talking about like what <sighs> Hit- Hitman is. <laughs> Hitman is a fascinating series because they haven't innovated a lot. I feel like if anything, they've kind of removed features over time mm-hmm. and it has created improvements. And we're talking about what is the best thing they added. And Gavin said the ability to throw items. And I said, well, that's been around. And he said it's been in since Absolution. I said, no, it's been in since Blood Money. Gavin 
I taught Gavin that you can throw things in blood money. He refused. He didn't know. How many hours have you put in the blood money, Gavin, without realizing you could throw? Hundreds. Hunt, well, I, I knew you could throw a coin. I don't know if I... Because in Absolution onwards, you hold down left trigger and you just get a target. It's a guaranteed 100% accurate throw into someone's head. Yeah. So to me, that was like... That was the thing they added that I think would be a real struggle if they took out. But it's like it's more manual in Blood Money, isn't it? I don't think I ever tried it. It is. No, it is. But it's just you had no idea it existed. I, yeah, I don't think I knew you could throw. I, I was blown yeah. away. I would have bet. I would have bet thousands on that. <laughs> was it was it covered in a tutorial, Andrew? Yeah, it's in the beginning of the game. They teach you. There's a oh, line about shit. it. But I had missed it too. To be fair, I think to that him. happens. I think that happens way commonly. Like I remember Bernie. He was like 40 hours into Fallout 3 when he discovered VATS. He was just like oh, wow. aiming at shit. And I, I beat Crackdown without auto-aim. I didn't even know. Or a lot That's of, know that an absurd thing. One. That's way yeah. worse than the VATS thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I, feel like, I feel like that happens a lot. There's, they throw so much information at you early on in video games now that it is very easy if you're not paying attention to miss one mechanic. And they don't ever touch on it again. I feel like that happens no. to me all the time. Yeah. I think the last time it happened to me was Sekiro. I went through half of that game without realizing you could do like a dash move by by clicking B. And uh, that's a tough game. There's mm. a boss that I could not escape his area of effect attack. Like I try to run away and it almost always get me. And I was like, this is fucking impossible. I didn't realize I just didn't know how to deal with it. That was the issue. It wasn't that it was poorly designed. I was probably 30 hours into cyberpunk before Gavin mentioned double jump to me. And I found out that that was a thing and that changed the whole game. Yeah, it, it totally changes the way you travel. You have to buy that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a little different. Like, you didn't start with that. You also yeah, missed true, a mechanic true. in Outer Wilds, Andrew. I can't remember what it was, but that was like... I think you found, you found the ending without learning how to do something. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I'm trying not to spoil I it. I don't... Yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah. I'm trying to remember what... Because it's a game you can only play once, really. It's like, it's all about the discovery. So I'm not going to say what it was. But you, were, you like, did a thing without recognizing the bit that teaches you how to do that. Yeah. Whereas I found the thing that teaches you, and I was like, wow, I'm going to go try that, because I, I was stuck on that part. That was, like, during a time where they're, like, every game I seem to miss, like, a huge mechanic. Yeah, like fast travel and control. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know the fast travel and control. And I got through, I beat Ghost Recon Breakpoint before realizing you had like a special you could do. If you push like both bumpers or whatever, you had like a, you'd go into a, like a special mo mode like in Destiny. Not quite that elaborate, but like I just didn't know. Dude, Barbara didn't know there was fast travel in Skyrim. I oh, remember God. that being a big thing. She was like, she was spending yeah. a lot of fucking time <laughs> traveling around that map. God, that must like triple or quadruple the amount of time you'd spend in that game. <laughs> yeah, but you'd probably level up like a motherfucker because you just have encounters every 10, every 10 minutes, right? You'd kill the frost trolls in the world. <laughs> Speaking of things we don't know about, I feel like we have to discuss our Twitter account. What a fantastic <laughs> reveal that was. I don't know if don't it, know does everyone... Us. You don't know about this, I'm, fa I'm no. familiar with what you're talking about. I, wasn't, okay. I, I, I didn't know that we were going to discuss it or not. But we look. Oh, I feel well. Well, no. Like, did did you not see the person is handing off the account now? Yeah, I saw they the made whole thing. Whole okay, whole thing. right. The, one of the reasons they mentioned is because I started following them on Twitter. <laughs> we have there's a face pod Twitter account, Gavin, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and Instagram. But we control the Instagram. But the Twitter was a thing that just popped up one day. I was like, I don't know who runs that. Oh, and I. And it, it, they just were making posts like they take the Instagram post. They make their own. post. They, they, they did content for it. They're regularly updating it. Uh, it seemed very official. 
But uh, I, I thought, I asked Eric, do you know who runs this account? Eric had no idea. I asked Jeff. Jeff didn't know. I was like, oh, I guess just somebody who's running this account that's really funny. I really thought uh, it was Andrew. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you thought each other were running the Twitter account? No. I, no, I, I thought knew. we, I remembered having a conversation about it and I thought we must have, t- we, I remember talking about it. So it must be legit and on the up and up. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure Andrew's running it. It's whatever. I I knew it was community run, and that's why I didn't follow it. And then when you started following the account, I was like, well, I guess I'll just follow it too. Then I guess we're all on board. This is fine. Just somebody in the community is doing this. I had no idea who it was. They recently just came forward because they reached 10,000 followers. They've been doing this for seven months, and they kept waiting for us to call them out for it, and we just never did. <laughs> what? They're committed to the bit. Oh, oh my god. That's such it's an amazing. odd problem to have. Just like a bunch of people shrugging me like, oh, I mean, it's yeah. working. Yeah, like they, they were doing an amazing job. They posted and constantly. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I. It really was like, I don't know who runs that. That's probably a thing we should take care of, but whatever. Like, they're doing awesome. <laughs> I, I was just like, I was just like, we're not talking about it, but Andrew's doing a really good job, so I'll just let him keep doing it. <laughs> I didn't realize that you thought I did it. I thought we were all on board and we're okay with. I definitely know it wasn't one of us. I, I was, thought you ran it. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So we've had this Twitter account that like has existed for seven months and just crossed 10,000. They essentially were like, I, the panic mode for them was when Jeff started following them. And then the second one was, I guess, uh, the, they did a porta potty post and the f- official Rooster Teeth account tagged them in the post. <laughs> I like that. We, there's, we work for a company where there are several staff members just to deal with social media and none of those people <laughs> are involved either. No, I like that it appears like it wasn't even a conversation amongst them of like, who is doing this? <laughs> Eric says you should see the Face Jam Instagram. Why should we see it? Yeah, what, what does that mean? Sorry, I knocked, I knocked over my mouse. Uh, th- <laughs> there is a Face Jam Instagram account that for... A month and a half, I had to convince Lewis that we didn't own or run. And no matter how many times I said, yeah, we don't have an Instagram account. He's, he's like, no, I don't know what to do in that situation. But it's exactly like this where nobody runs it. Look at how many people that work for our company follow the Face Jam Instagram account. It is the same thing. This is wild. I can't believe this happened with two fucking shows that I have anything to do with. This is ridiculous. It's amazing for such for a company that was so involved in the internet from such an early time, you know, with internet companies. That's amazing that we don't that so many people are clueless to it. You know what's even funnier to me is that sure well, I mean, I guess as of now, we absolutely run that Twitter account. Yeah. And uh, you know, because we're fucking professionals. We don't have it yeah. yet. But, but uh, we'll get it. By the time this episode comes out, it will, we will have had it forever. Yeah. Uh, however, the thing that's craziest to me is that we do operate some Twitter accounts that the audience has no idea about. <laughs> like, like that, we do have some stuff true. out there that, that we do. Like, there are Twitter accounts related to face that exist out there yeah. that the audience has not found. You know, what's funny is one of them, you can tell when my phone broke because I was tweeting on it every day and then the tweets just stopped. That is the day, <laughs> the day my phone died. It's marked through that account. You have secret f- face related Twitter accounts? Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. 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 We have a few. Yeah. Damn. We have a couple. 
He probably I mean, has, I, he probably has no, ones that I don't even know of, but I know of a few. There's a few. There's not. Mm, I won't say anything. <laughs> there, there's a few. There's okay. a few that exist. Now I'm suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, you know, they're show related. You know, one other thing I will say, uh, this is a bit of a side again, going back to the bathroom stuff, but I will uh-huh. say, Andrew, when talking about audience being surprised, the audience was definitely surprised that you filled your bathtub while you were in it. I was surprised at how many people came to your defense in terms of smashing up a cupcake in a bowl. There were a lot of people out there oh. that were like, absolutely, I do that too. Uh, everybody does that. Totally normal. Uh, that seemed weird to me, but uh, but the audience really had your back on that one. So congratulations there. <laughs> I heard people suggesting, and I never even considered this, ripping the bottom part of the cupcake off and then putting that on top and making like a cupcake sandwich. That seemed oh, like an interesting. interesting idea. That is an interesting idea. I mean, I just don't understand though. What pe- I get, people just don't like cupcakes. Oh, sure, Eric does it. It's it's, it's a failed format for most people. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't like cupcakes. I enjoy the cupcake a lot. If you have to modify it, then it's not right, is it? Reinvent it. Make sandwiches. I would never buy the what I have in a bowl. Like I would not pay money for that. But you would okay pay for a bowl of bush. <laughs> no, it looks disgusting. But it's like you're distributing the icing amongst the rest of the cake evenly. It becomes, no, I get like, it. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing. guess you're increasing the surface area to staleness, so that's probably why you couldn't sell it that way. Sure. Mm. It just mm. would look disgusting. It's not visually uh, appealing in any way. But yeah, I just I wanted to make sure we shut it out. I think his Twitter account is like Solar424 or something that ran our Twitter, the f- face Twitter. Like did, a gr- did a great job running Fantastic the- <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thanks, Solar424. <laughs> Really kicked the shit out of that for us. Appreciate it. I have one other thing I need okay. to talk about that I, 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 I'm sorry. Like, this is, I'm, you might be disappointed, especially you, Gavin. I don't know if my fire extinguisher is going to work. Uh-oh. Why? Yeah. Well, because I didn't, I didn't realize this, but when you use a fire extinguisher, you gotta recharge what it. you do, well, you, you pull the pin and then you use it. You're not supposed to pull the pin until usage time. I pulled the pin the day of our very first recording. So my, <laughs> the fire extinguisher has been armed the entire time. Every well, pin, episode we've done. The pin, it, it just makes... It, it makes it's a so safety. You can squeeze the handle. It's, like, it's just a safety. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so there's a pressure gauge on my fire extinguisher, and it is deep in the red recharge zone. So I think yeah. this entire time, it's just been depressurizing slowly. I'm pretty sure you just got a partially filled or like deplete i don't think the pin is anything to do with that though yeah no he's right it's fire extinguishers don't maintain a charge forever you need to get them recharged like at the fire department or some shit pretty like okay. every two years or something so it probably just lost pressure naturally over time i see so me pulling the pin had no effect no because that's just like a little cotter okay. pin that's not doing anything other than stopping you from hitting it accidentally got it okay well i feel less bad about that I yeah. had to pull the pin because it's where I could attach the pop filter onto the thing. It's the only part that would work, and it wouldn't fit with <laughs> yeah, you the pin to. in there. Yeah, so I had to pull the pin. Um, you know, Eric brings up a good point. If it's deep in the red, it's probably not going to work anyway. So you, no, could sque- you, you could squeeze it right now. Yeah, just see the range on it. No, It'll be good no, to no, get no, a benchmark no, no, of like how far no, red goes no, no, no. compared no, to how far green. because you can't do it multiple times. You get one shot, and I'm not going to... I got a whole... Sp- I, I think what is this, is episode 48? All right, you got four fucking weeks to figure it out, dude. You got to hit that button in 52. 
I have a plan. I worked it out already. I have an idea for how to make this work. Okay. Well, you're going to shoot it into a bag, though, aren't you? It's not going to... No, 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 no. Okay. No, I had a, I had a realization. I, I'm not going to spoil it, but I have, I have a way that I think this will work. Okay. And I need to put it together, but it's, it's, I have a thought. You have a... I don't see how this could fail. You have a, contra a, a contraption you're going to construct. Uh, a thing will need to be built, yeah. Yes. I'm God. trying to, but judged off, like, previous face bits, I'm trying uh -huh. to decide whether or not I'm going to get excited about this or not. Uh... Am I going to get my hopes up about this, or is it going to be a salad cream? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, well, I feel confident in that you feel one way about it, and then just edit yourself out of it later. That's where my head is at with it. I can only control me. <laughs> four weeks four episodes oh before we end this and we should uh end it uh so i can go do anything else other than this Damn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is a joke i got nothing else to do we should talk about baseball bats we, gav you weren't there we had a, a meeting with merch right before this episode uh and there's been an update How on the knob situation uh it was fine however you know where we left off with the the knob issue is that we were having trouble finding somebody to create just knobs for us. I made a suggestion that I could uh, I could de-knob the bats myself with a Great chop suggestion. saw. Great Love suggestion. that. Mm -hmm. Agree. Then you made the suggestion I was going to do 500. You made the suggestion that we probably need 1,000 because previous bat iterations have yeah. sold so quickly. We want it to be on sale for yeah. longer than 60 seconds. I think also it was the phrase 1,000 knob drop, right? 1,000 knob like drop. A, it was yeah. so, and then somebody in the comments had a brilliant idea, which was similar to an idea that I think we had actually in the episode about trying to pair up knobs to their bats and ways to do that. But the... Henry's barking at the... <laughs> Damn. Fucking no idea. Um, maybe a mailman or something. Just go for it, buddy. Just keep going. Uh, anyway, so, uh, the, the, the reality is, is that a fucking baseball bat is expensive to ship and a thousand baseball bats shipping to my house is going to cost more than we could to, to just to get them here so that I can cut them up would cost more probably than, uh, we could ever hope to sell them for. I'm struggling to see how it could be that expensive to ship a thousand bats. They're, they're just, it's a lot of wood, man. It's a lot of size. It's pallets worth. And so what we settled on is maybe we'll get a thousand, maybe we'll get nine, get a thousand bats made and I will get a hundred sent to me. Then I'll, I'll lob off the knob on a hundred, put in a tag on each one to number one through a hundred. We've got, we found these little metal tags that I can hammer in to, to make it nice. And then you'll have like a one in 10 chance when you buy a knob of getting one that I, I made. Does that make sense? But so yeah, you're, not, think, you're not making the knobs anymore. I'm, no, I'm, no, no. I'm going to make a hundred out of the thousand. So what, what's the yes. other nine hundred? They're not. They're knobs? just going to go. They're just going to go straight. They're just going to go straight to the. I, I guess they're just going to be knobs. They're no bats. They're just knobs. Well, yeah. Why not just knob them all and then give you what? I don't understand that at all. If they're gonna, if the other nine hundred are going to be knobbed, yeah. Why not just give well, those to you? What am I going to do with knobbed bats? <laughs> what are you going to do <laughs> to the ones that you've got again? I'm gonna I'm gonna make them. I'm gonna knob them. I'm gonna knob a hundred, and then the other ones will just be made as knobs. So we're gonna make we're gonna get nine hundred knobs and a hundred bats, <laughs> and then I'm so gonna convoluted. make. It's not convoluted. It's easy. <laughs> but if we can make the knobs, just make a thousand knobs. Oh, so I don't have to do any? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought we... the I thought the audience wanted my misery, but 
it, if I if I don't if I don't have to make a knob, if I don't have to make a knob, I'm not gonna make a knob. That's even better. No, I'm that, saying, you just let me out. If, no, no, Gavin's I've, right. That Gavin's right. We're gonna get a thousand knobs made. I don't have to touch shit. Problem solved. This is an no, awesome no, idea, Gavin. No, I'm saying at all. Knob a thousand. Hundred percent what you're saying. Ship all one thousand to Jeff for him to sign or whatever. Fuck you! I already signed stuff. No, what? I'll knob a bat. Stuff. Andrew's no signed shit. I'll knob a bat, but I'm not gonna uh, for a reason. But I can't do a thousand because it's too expensive to get here. What? So I'll knob a hundred bats, and those will be special bats, and you'll have a one in ten chance of what getting is? a special bat when I you just, buy your bat. I just freight shipped something that weighs way more than a thousand bats, and it wasn't absurd. I think it can be done. I think that you should talk to the merch department and show up to the meetings if you want to have a say. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what if you did a thousand nails? What about that? Or the mar whatever you're gonna hammer in? Is that a possible? I'm just throwing that out there. It's just that fine. I'm just also <laughs> if we ship a full size bat to an audience member, it's gonna be like twenty dollars just in shipping cost on top of yeah. The that's it's how very expensive. Buying stuff online works, though. Big things cost more to ship. That's just how it works. But I don't want to make somebody pay a hundred bucks for a fucking yeah. baseball bat. I'm with <laughs> Jeff on this, but I f I feel like there's maybe a middle. And they just want the knob, man. They don't want the knobless bat. They just want the knob. So why don't we just give them the knob and just get only knobs made? That way we're saving. Yeah, make trees. a thousand knobs, ship them to Jeff. Jeff burns them, signs them, whatever. I'm nail not, stuff we're to not it. talking about burning anything. That's <laughs> that's off the table, dude. I agreed to cut knobs. <laughs> I will cut a hundred knobs. No, 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 that's no, no, no. fair. That's fine. A thousand. No, I, th I thought you were gonna do a nail thing. I can. I will do the nail thing on top of that. But I'm not going to do a thousand nails. There's no point in it. The whole idea of the nail was that we had a knobless bat and we had a knob, right? And before okay. I separated the two, I put a little tag. I hammered a little metal tag into the knob that said 0008. And then I numbered a little tag into the, the top of the bat that said 008. <laughs> then when I cut it, we, they go into two different piles. And then maybe you buy a knob or may, and maybe you buy a knobless bat and you end up with two different ones. And then maybe you you enter in the thing online and be like, hey, I've got knob 26. Is, is knobless bat 26 out there? And then you make a fucking friend and you become knob twins or whatever. But I don't think that's going to be possible because bats are too fucking weighty and expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're just going to do knobs, which is all the audience right. wants anyway. But I think that the audience really latches on to the misery at, uh, index of it. With me, and so I'm agreeing to make to be. I'll be miserable making a hundred knobs. I would have been way more miserable making a thousand. It's just logistically very difficult to get. What's here. worse, making a hundred well, knobs or branding a thousand knobs? Uh, well, I'd have to make a hundred knobs and brand those hundred knobs. So I'd say it's probably Wait, so six no. and a half dozen. The other what? What? <laughs> Why? What are you what? So you're not nailing the knobs. You're nailing the the knobless bats. That was the idea for that. I'll nail the knobs too. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's what I'm saying. I'll be honest, my, my Discord crashed in the middle of that, and I don't, I don't know most of what you just said. <sighs> I mean, to, to be fair to you, I've been here the whole time. It's still confusing. There's constant knob talk, and I feel like people are saying bats when they should be saying knobs. I just think you could brand a thousand knobs easier than yeah, yeah, making yeah. A, th a hundred bat knobs. But nobody wants me to brand a thousand uh, knobs. They wanted me to I mean, make knobs. Why not? That's really annoying. That's yeah. blood and sweat in there. A Eric... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hold on a second. I got an idea. 
Uh, Thanks for listening to Face Episode 48 Really appreciate it If you want to go ahead and uh, let a friend know about this podcast We could really use it Maybe buy a t-shirt or a hat We got some knobs coming in the future They may or may not be branded Either way, uh, at a minimum You're going to have a 1 in 10 chance of getting a knob made by Jeff At least that's what I'm thinking Uh, Also, we got a little surprise dropping At the end of the month for you guys in, In terms of content So keep your eyes open for that And as always, write a review and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot, everybody. Nick, go ahead and roll that outro music. Yeah, follow the Twitter as well. We oh, yeah, let's that. get the Twitter up to, like, our Instagrams are like 30,000 oh, subscribers great. or something. So we should get that. We should we catch that Twitter, Twitter up. Especially now that we're not fucking around with Twitter anymore. <laughs> so who's running it? <laughs>